Hey, everyone. Welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. It's so great to come to you today. And again, we're going to talk to you today about wellness because I love some wellness, some fabulous wellness. It's that. And um, this is uh, a little bit post my Tiffy eight-week challenge that I did that good grief. It was, uh, I did it for eight weeks and everyone's like, oh my gosh, what is it? It was very personalized for me. Um, I worked with my trainer, a former trainer when I was competing, um, bikini and fitness competitions. And, um, it was just something for me. I needed to more than anything, discover my body. I just, I, I enjoy so much learning about my body and, and the aging process is at 56. Let me tell you, I can't just go have chips, salsa, guacamole, and queso every night like I did in my 20s. It's just not a thing. So I am bringing as much information to you as I can, a variety of information with a, a variety of, of, of talent and incredible people that I have come across in this career that um, at 56. So I am bringing back everyone I'm bringing back from episode number 47, Lane Bechtel. Hey, Lane. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm just fabulous. And I am so happy you're back. And I I asked you a few weeks ago and you're with Lux Wellness. Yes. Your company, um, you started it. Gosh, remind me. It was during the COVID. Yeah, it was. The COVID crap, right? Yeah, the COVID crap. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, It was August of 2020. And I was sitting here thinking... I have no idea how this is going to play out, if it's mm-hmm. going to be a good response or if it's, you know, ill-timed, but it has turned out to be um, a really great silver lining. So um, people have really embraced exactly what you just said, learning more about your body and learning more about what works for you. And side note, also, I would never have guessed you were ever 56. So. Oh, gosh. Thank you. You're sweet. Seriously. Ooh, every inch of it. Every inch <laughs> and a minute I'm there. But thank but yeah, you. It's good. It's grown. Um, I've worked with some incredible women that have become really good friends of mine, too. And um, some older friends that I had lost touch with that we've reconnected, you know, doing this. So it's been a really, really cool thing to do kind of full circle and um it's very rewarding on my end to see how these women push themselves and see the mental changes that they make to better themselves mm-hmm. and just, you know, sure. how do I be a better mom? How do I be a better woman? How do I be a better wife? How do I, you know, all exactly. of the things. A better person. Yeah. I mean, self-awareness. We talk about that all the oh, time. Yeah. And um, if you would go back and listen to episode number 47, we give all our background and we are so parallel uh, Lane and I are very transparent. We have had eating issues. We um, have anxiety. And we have talked about that in 47. It was Welcome to Wellness, where we really got to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, consider you a friend for sure. Absolutely. And um, But let me give you a little background on her for today's episode. You're an IFPA certified mas- master physical trainer. So mm-hmm. you're a personal trainer. Yes. 1,000%. And when I met you... You were a newly graduate, you're about to graduate, integrative nutrition, holistic nutrition, and health coach. You you were yes, two months away when I met you. Two months away. I graduated in November of 2020. You so did. fully certified. Um, the Institute of Integrated Nutrition, um, board certified by the New York State of Board of Education. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to meet a lot of really cool, really cool women internationally too. So I've got a good friend in Miami that we mm-hmm. talk a lot back and forth and kind of bounce ideas off of each network. other. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful network. Um, it was all online, obviously. 
And the material was fascinating because it wasn't just, you know, the nitty gritty science of nutrition and biochemistry and endocrinology, digestion, things like that. It was so holistic and it really, really resonated with me because so much of this transformation, even if you are somewhere where you're, you know, happy with your quote goal weight, um, you know, progressing beyond that requires more than just a physical change. It really does require the mental and emotional component to be a part of it. It has to be. I mean, it, it is. And, you know, um, back in my early days, I really thought that if I worked out twice a day, three times a day, seven days a week, that I would have the perfect body. Mm-hmm. Now, age was on my side. It, youth was on my side. Now I know, and I really want to dig deep, but I know that I remember when I was competing, abs are made in the kitchen and I'm Mm -hmm. going, no, do more crunches. It's not true. It is your body and how it's fueled. And you and I were talking during my eight week week challenge, which I have finished that eight week, but my life will continue to, to, to lead this. I'm going on vacation. I'm having my 10 year anniversary. I do that. Yeah, we made it. Thank (laughs) you. Um, but I will, you know, I'll enjoy myself, but I'm going to go back to that, to the, to, to weigh. I, my trainer found, helped me determine how to eat. Mm-hmm. And so I asked you to listen to Katie Epps and mm-hmm. she is with my body GX. And I asked you to listen to our podcast so you would know what I'm doing. And Katie, um, her basis is, and her foundation is DNA. Mm-hmm. And she tested my DNA through saliva. Mm-hmm. What? And so, and through that saliva, it was how I work out that best fits my body, everyone, my body. Um, it's how, what kind of food my body needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were fascinated by that. Oh right? yeah. Well, it, it, so I used to do, um, I ran a national sales team for a diagnostics company. So this was speaking my language. Mm. And so to see the relation of the, you know, genetic piece, which started off being, utilized to test for how people metabolize drugs. And so what's the best pain medication to give someone after surgery? You know, if someone goes through their medication faster than normal versus someone that's like, you know, really woozy taken after one, the difference is all in genetics and metabolism. And it has a lot to do with, um, those sequencing pieces that she mentioned, like the MTHFR, the CYP450, all kinds of stuff like that. So I found that really, really fascinating to apply to food, fitness, everything. Right. And I was amazed at my report. Mm -hmm. I mean, just amazed. And she's going to come back and we're going to talk about my report, but I would love to get one done myself. uh, I definitely, I mean, the number of people have said, Oh my gosh, I got to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and it is, she shipped me a a kit. I did the saliva test. They sent it in. I had a full report. I mean, it was fascinating. And we will go over that. I mean, I'd love to have the both of you on the show for sure. Wouldn't that that be cool? That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. But, um, but what was so crazy to me Um, not crazy for this because I always work out fasted because I get up so early. Mm -hmm. I write, um, I might have coffee, but then I go straight to the gym. So I fasted and that's what's supposed to happen. I've done that for several years now. And my body agrees with that. Mm -hmm. It agrees with exactly what I'm doing. The food, when I was competing, oh gosh, how long has it been? Eight years ago, I guess, maybe less. When I was competing, it was so restrictive. Um, I'm talking about chicken, broccoli, brown rice, mm-hmm. apple. 
it was so restrictive. Um, did it get the job done? Yes, it did get you the job done. I am so amazed with what she's added back to my diet. Um, I was eating oatmeal back in the day and mm -hmm. I'm, I, you know, you eat it so much. I'm just like, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Never eating another oat. No. Don't, uh -uh. don't show me an oat. No. And so now I've added back to my diet. It's, it agrees with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lane, what in the world? And in Ezekiel bread, of course I think, oh no. I love the Ezekiel products. <sighs> I think it's one of the best things out there that is in a grocery store, prepackaged, bang for your buck. You have true dietary fiber. You've got great carbohydrates. You've got a pretty decent source of protein. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they don't have fat, but that's what nut butter's for. Put it on there mm -hmm. and then you hit your, that's a wonderful snack to have. So. Oh my gosh. She, she has me on a Ezekiel bread, four egg whites, avocado, mm -hmm. avocado toast. Oh my God. And spinach. It is to die more. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Okay. Good. It just hit me. It just hit me. You said fiber. It's a good source of fiber. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry, people. Going to say it. I'm pooping better. Yay. My, I, I'm, people I'm, underestimate the quality of <laughs> that playing a role in really just streamlining and flattening everything. Right? Like, With the oatmeal and the Ezekiel bread. Yes, It absolutely. just hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, my gosh. I mean, my eyes just were wide open. So that is interesting because that is a problem with America, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. So fiber, you have a very strong opinion about fiber. Yes. So tell me what's going on because I'm that was my segue into mm -hmm. I didn't mean to talk about my poop, but there it is. <laughs> it is what everybody it is. Poops. Everybody does it. Yeah, we're all the same. So tell me what you're thinking. What's going on with the with fiber? So there's a lot of there's a lot of quote diets or programs out there or even, you know, you'll see it in the grocery store, the quote low carb, um, high fiber, things like tortillas, which by nature are a high carb, not high, but they're mostly carbs or tortillas for God's mm -hmm. sake. So when you look at the ingredients, it's the ability to be educated about, you know, the words you're seeing and what they mean. Um, and so a lot of the times there are naturally occurring substances that, you know, they're not necessarily bad for you. They won't, you know, hurt you with one consumption. Um, but they are things like gums or additives or carrageenan or things like that. That one's actually pretty bad. I wouldn't go there. Um, but you know, in minimal consumption here and there, like that's fine. But if you think about it, one, actually one of the worst offenders with the gums is an almond milk. And so most people have switched to a plant-based milk. And so if you aren't reading the label on you know, the brand of milk that you prefer, it should just say almonds, water, maybe a little sugar, maybe a little salt, depending on the flavor. But you've got a lot of them out there and they're usually the larger brands. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but you know, you'll see either carrageenan or guar gum or locust bean gum, and it acts as a binder and you know this, mm -hmm. so it keeps it shelf stable. Um, but on the same note of that, those ingredients are also allowed to be labeled as fiber here in America. So if you look at the ingredients on an EU version of something, so in the European Union versus what it's here, it's very, very different. And so I think people that are trying to get a grip on nutrition and health and just educate themselves better, you know, see high fiber and think, oh, great. And then they consume it every day. And all of a sudden they've got this lower pooch mm -hmm. or, and they feel like they can't go to the bathroom and 
well, there's a reason that guar gum is used for fracking oil. So it expands. It helps absorb the water. It's, oh my. So, you know, you imagine your lower GI tract. It's, you know, your big intestine, your small intestine, and they've got all these little nooks and crannies within it. So, you know, my hypothesis, which has no scientific research to back it up, just an idea in my head is right. that, you know, consuming foods like that kind of sticks within your crevices there right. and it will expand. And so it will push out. And, um, you know, it's a process you have to be patient with to really flesh out, but I would highly recommend for anyone that's interested in, you know, really honing in on their ingredients and stuff is to start there, start with your almond milk, look at that and go from there. The next, uh, next one's probably hummus, um, any kind of yogurts, um, anything that's labeled low carb, high fiber or something like that, that is just not naturally occurring like that, like a tortilla, mm -hmm. just not good. Just get the damn tortilla. <laughs> it's going to be better anyway. And it's really and truly calorie for calorie the same. So the lower carb labeling is they're putting things in, they're adding, there is additive and preservatives is what you're saying, correct? Um, additives more than preservatives, okay. but okay. they, I guess they function as both depending on what they are. Um, additives being things like the gums, mm -hmm. which are labeled as fiber. So it is a naturally occurring substance. Everything that I've mentioned here so far. Mm -hmm. Um, so it fits the rules. Uh, the body can't digest it. So it is indeed an insoluble fiber, but it's not true actual dietary fiber. Like you would get from eating an apple or some broccoli or an Ezekiel toast mm -hmm. or anything like that. So it's broken down differently and it's not able to be utilized by the digestive tract to help feed that good bacteria and help get out that mm -hmm. bad bacteria. Right. It's just kind of like a moseying along, passing through. Right, right. It's right. a filler, essentially. Exactly, so. exactly. You know, and I and I talked to my doctor about this and I thank goodness I do not have this, but the leaky gut syndrome, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and what's going on there. And I mean, yee, there's yeah. a lot of issues. A lot it. of issues. And so much of your Mental health too. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you know this, but you know, 90% of your serotonin is made within your gut. Mm. So mm -hmm. if your mm -hmm. gut is off balance and you're, you know, putting in stuff that's, you know, not the best quality. And I'm not saying you have to go out and buy like, you know, import eggs from this specific farm in France or anything, but there are things that are worth buying organic free range that you just buy the nature of how, if it's an animal product, how the animal was raised, mm -hmm. it's going to be under less stress. Sure. So like chickens, for example, and eggs. Mm -hmm. um, if you were to crack open an egg with, you know, just like the kind of styrofoam container you can get at 7-Eleven, which mm -hmm. are still great sources of protein, great sources of choline within the egg white, mm -hmm. um, great source of omegas. But if you were to crack open that egg next to a free range organic fed where the chickens eat grass like they normally do, the yolk in the free range organic chicken is going to be a much richer, darker yellow, almost orange. Mm -hmm. And so you'll be able to see the difference in like, okay, well, that's very vibrant and appealing. Right. And this looks very pale, mundane and, yeah. you know, sad. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, but, but they do show, um, you know, they have higher levels of omegas. They have higher levels of choline, all those great nutrients. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had a thought and I just lost it, but it was on the long <laughs> level. When we go to Mexico um, in Cabo, 
the eggs are so they're like I think they, they honestly someone told me the farmer he, they graze on dandelions mm-hmm. and so they're v- bright vibrant yes exactly I mean, it exactly. is it's unbelievable and I'm like oh my gosh these these eggs and I come home I mean I I buy fabulous eggs but yeah it's just not quite the same I know you it's know. it's really not and it's frustrating and you know you do everything you can to research and know and it gets frustrating to a point because we're limited with the selection here, but you know, if I were to recommend to spend the money on something that's organic or a little bit more than you would be willing to pay, do it with something you consume every day. So if you're eating eggs every day, buy the good eggs. If Mm -hmm. you're drinking almond milk every day, buy the good almond milk without the gum in it. You know, you can save on other stuff that you just kind of don't use that often. So it's, it's all balance. Right. So I think I, when I met you, my doctor had suggested, and I was like, uh, because I don't eat a, sh- I do not, I really don't eat sugar. Mm-hmm. And um, she suggested, okay, what do you put in your coffee? I'm like, oh, stevia, but just, to, I mean, like a drop, I mean, just seriously. Yeah. And uh, she said to use the mock fruit. Mm-hmm. And I, I re- remember I texted you because yeah. you said something on the show. And I went, oh, my gosh, that's what my doctor told me to do. Yeah. I have not turned back. I have. I love it. I do, too. I, I really it. love it. Now, I did bake um, this weekend with it. Didn't turn out great for what I was making, but I was testing mm-hmm. a recipe for, for, yeah. for something, a sweet recipe. There's another good one out there. It's not, it's, I think it's erythritol based, but it's, um, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, and gold and it's a brown sugar, mm-hmm. sugar substitute. Yeah. And so I'll kind of rotate between either the and gold, brown sugar or the monk fruit sweetener in my coffee in the morning. But I like mine personally, like black. And oh, you're that person. I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like an espresso. And so, sure. you know, so, yeah. but I also, I start my day with a lot of, you know, hot water and lemon because I truly love the taste. And anyone that knows me knows I love lemons. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's something magic about that concoction. And a friend of mine that I met via kind of a nutrition school connection in mm-hmm. Miami, she, she was a big advocate for it. And I mix it in with this prebiotic powder called inulin, which I think I mentioned on the last mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just helped me. I mean, my energy levels better, like it just kind of pep your step Mm. up. And you know, I I found that I don't need a coffee. I'll usually have a coffee in the afternoon now. And really, yeah. Oh God. Okay. Now, so tell me you, you drink what it's lemon and water, just hot water, lemon. And then there is a specific brand of powdered, um, inulin. And so it's a prebiotic fiber. I buy mine from um, the Gangster Chic brand out of Monaco. I found it through Ingrid De La Marquini, who is a wealth of knowledge. So for anyone that is super interested in what we've talked about here in this podcast, like her Instagram, her highlights, her certifications. I mean, she has taught me so much and is a great, just, she's just a good person to like, you love her energy. You love watching her. Like she's just beautiful, confident. And who is her? What's her Instagram? Uh, Ingrid. Okay. De Lamar Kenny. Ingrid De Lamar Kenny. Shout out for her. Yes. Okay. So your lemon. How much lemon are you? I'm trying to give everybody because when the podcast air, I need. To, we're going to store these these products. Okay. Uh, so the lemon. So about half a half a lemon or. Um. So basically, when I do grocery shopping, I get about six seven lemons a week, mm-hmm. and then I'll cut up three or four into like the little wheels to just pop in and then keep them in an airtight glass container in the kitchen mm-hmm. or the kitchen, 
the refrigerator. Right. And then I'll pop two or three in my mug. So not, not squeeze it, just let don't it squeeze float. it. It can be really um, acidic on your teeth. If, mm. But for some reason, within the pulp and within the rind, you get the benefits without it being too harsh. So it's the mock fruit. It's prebiotic, hot water, and lemon. Yes, but no, I don't. I don't do the monk fruit in the water. Okay, no, we'll check that out. Yeah. Okay, it's just gotcha. the hot water, lemon, and inulin, and that is my like non-negotiable morning routine. Okay, I've got to have that, and it does it for you. It does it for me. That and some silence, and I usually yeah. still have the puppy lullabies playing on my phone, and I right. have a devotional I read, and then a daily stoic, and then another book, and so it's just a really good start to like lay the foundation out for a good day mentally and. You know, um, I'm kind of jumping over here, but you and I had a conversation about a month ago and, um, where I am in my business, my business is growing, which is fabulous. Thank you, everyone. It's growing so much, but the, you said this to me, you're, is this, are you running your schedule? Or is your schedule running mm -hmm. me? My schedule is killing me. It's <laughs> yeah. killing me. It's not even running me. It's killing me. It's, it's doing so much. Beating you in the street. Yeah, yeah. it is. And you know, and Lane and Greg and I used to have a uh, 7 a.m. every morning. We'd have coffee out on our loggia or if it's cold inside. And I haven't been able to do that because I'm so busy. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, just so busy. And um, we've had the same. And it's, and know, I think it's like an ebb and flow of life. Oh, and, yeah. But I, I've been conscious about it when, you know, taking on new clients because I want to be able to give 100%, you know, to that person at that time for mm -hmm. what they need. And if they text me a menu, I want to be able to sure. you know, really look at it, really see, like, you know, try this, like get outside your box. Like I had a client that every time she and I, she and her husband went out to dinner, she would order the same thing over and over again. And it was great and healthy and a wonderful choice, but she loves food and they love going out. And I was like, let's try some new things. Like mm -hmm. I, it will probably help you break through a plateau and, mm -hmm. you know, just make it seem interesting. It's like every restaurant you get to go to now that you've been to a million times, it's a new place. Right. And so um, she's really enjoyed being able to see different things that are also healthy options without being the obvious healthy options. Like you mentioned earlier, like the chicken, the brown rice, the broccoli and apple. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was a beating, but I tell you the way I'm, I'm going now and losing body fat. And, and again, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm not, it's not like I needed to lose body fat, but it was just a personal goal for mm -hmm. me to try to figure out what's going on with my body. But I brought my eating plan. This was a uh, week six Honestly, so I have BAM energy in the morning. My doctor prescribed it. Mm -hmm. It's amino acids because I was not consuming enough protein. Mm -hmm. was not. so. But I feel so fabulous after that. I mean, I just, and it's got a metabolic balance and it. it's just fabulous. But Interesting. I mean, she added Ezekiel bread, turkey bacon, um, tomatoes, uh, lettuce, that was some kind of pears, and then lunch, like a beef stir fry with a with the rainbow of vegetables. Yeah. Turkey with taco seasoning that I make, uh, salsa, low-fat cheddar cheese. What? Um, you know, pickled jalapenos, grilled chicken at night, butternut squash, uh, green veggies, um, salad, and then Bragg's vinaigrette, or I make my own vinaigrette. Mm -hmm. And um, you and I were talking about, Katie does count mac micro macros. Mm -hmm. Macros. Um Remind me of a time with me personally. I was a little bit, um, what is it, a little neurotic with my food. Mm -hmm. So I have to be careful, but she's so sweet and saying, 
you know how much a chicken breast. I mean, you yeah. know how to, you know, you know how to eyeball it after all this time. So it's been a great journey for me learning about my body. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about the people as I was driving to the studio today in the drive-through. What are they doing to their bodies? The drive-through of of, of uh, fast food. Oh, um, you know, so the I, liquor store. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you about liquor store. Um, so fast food is something that it has its place in time, like in college. <laughs> yeah, in college with a 20 year old metabolism, or you know. Uh, during the snowstorm, my husband and I were driving back from Austin and literally the only place to eat along the way to stop and get some sustenance was a Taco Bell in mm-hmm. Passes, And I paid for that Taco Bell right. for a week. My body was like, what have you what done? What have you done? Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I enjoyed the Taco Bell. Eating that was good. And I, was like, I hadn't had this in a long time, mm-hmm. but you know, the after effects, I was like, okay, that's why I made the decision to not eat red meat anymore because it makes me just feel really crappy. Right. And so um, I think what most people don't realize is that, yes, there are healthy options that fit within a macro diet, like if it fits, it fits, or if if it hits your specific macros. But beyond that, the molecular buildup of the calories within that food and how it's made, how it's processed is absorbed by the body a little bit differently. So if you think of like fries or chicken nuggets and stuff and like you know, an industrial air fryer. And, um, I'm trying to remember the specific term, but I learned about this from Ben Greenfield's book, which is like a textbook of it's awesome. So if anyone's interested in it, highly recommend it, but those kind of fats, which I wish I could remember the actual term he used, but it's essentially like the charred fats or the overly burned or overly heated fats when ingested. They just stick. In a deep fat fryer. A deep fat. Yes, yes. Gotcha. So stuff like that, um, that's where the fast food can really hinder you, even if you're doing everything else right. So, you know, if you go to McDonald's and you're getting, you know, a grilled chicken sandwich and maybe like a little tiny side of fries, like on paper that looks good. But when you get to what's happening underneath, you're not going to get as much progress doing that as you would if you were to just, you know, kind of be prepared and like throw some nuts in a bag mm-hmm. and an apple or a banana. And if you're hungry, like have that until you can get somewhere or, or until your next meal. You right. Know? And yeah. I, I completely understand that there are times and places where that's just how it is. It is what it is. Right. 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 But if this is something that you're really committed to and you're really trying to do, do know that, you know, fast food is going to hinder you more than help you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's quote healthy fast food, right, and processed food. Mm-hmm. Oh dear, yeah. Golly, things that stay people, people, the things that stay on a shelf for years and years and yeah. years. And hey, as a food science major, I mean, that's what we were trying to do: figure out how to preserve yeah. foods. I mean, that so you know both sides of this. I do. I've seen both sides, and then like I, I think I might have told you that I went to culinary school and everything's fresh and mm-hmm. out the sea, and you know from the pasture. That's so much better eating it. Yes, yeah. and you know people do. Um, don't argue with me, but they debate with me. Um, well, it's so expensive yeah. to to have whole foods or to to eat whole foods. You can go through a, a restaurant drive through a fast food and get a ninety nine cent burger. 
Fair enough. Okay. I, I can't, I can't argue can with that. You can also get a dollar twenty nine to 99 cent can of tuna and mm-hmm. mix that with some hummus, some spicy mustard, some lemon, some garlic. I'm good to go. It, so uh-huh. there are solutions. If you, if you want to seek them out, if it's something you want to commit your time to, you can do it. Mm-hmm. It will take some preparation right. and forethought. But if this is something that's that important to you, then, you know, it's, it's worth really committing to it and really seeking those things out. You know, you said a key word there is preparation. And, and especially what I'm doing now is preparing on Sunday for me. Make sure get the groceries purchased. If you Instacart it or whatever you do, you had, go to the grocery store yourself. Is preparing my meals for the week. Mm-hmm. And I just make sure that I've got the groceries in and I have to have a, a few staples that I, you know, always have chicken. I always have my eggs. I always have everything ready to go. And in the, in the Sundays that I'm so busy, I don't prepare. I fail. Mm-hmm. I do fail. And um, with my challenge, it was interesting because I had a procedure on Monday, couldn't eat, you know, could not eat. And then afterwards didn't feel well, do mm-hmm. the anesthesia and there's steroids. So the previous week I had lost like 3% body fat. Do, then I, I didn't eat on Monday at all. I mean, I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. Started trying to get back into it on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. When I did my weigh-in, in-body scan on Friday, gained some some body fat mm-hmm. back. And I'm like, I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> so my body, you were talking about this before mm-hmm. the show, you know, hormones, medications, sedation, all those things affect. Well, your body reads a, I mean, I'm assuming you were under general anesthesia here. Very so much, yeah. That's a stress <sighs> trauma to your body brain and nerves that they don't know that it's for this. So naturally your metabolic resources will be diverted to heal right. your back and to focus on, you know, your bodily function. So it may have done that out of just an instinctual, you know, I, we haven't had any substance today, so let's just hang on everything we can. Um, whether it was water, body fat, whatever. Um, and I've noticed too, with my own, I'm, i I kind of weigh myself every two, three weeks, month, just to just see. Um, I've been consistent enough to where I know I feel good and I know my clothes fit well. Um, but the process for me, like, you know, Katie was talking about, you know, you train for eight to 12 to 16 weeks for bodybuilding. I started really focusing on this with the goal of getting leaner in um, July of 2019. Mm-hmm. And so it's something to be really patient with because I didn't want to make drastic changes. I wanted to be able to come home and have wine with my husband and go out to dinner and, you know, not have all these restrictions placed on me. Cause if I fail restricted, then I will just, you know, you won't fail. I will not follow the rules. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, but over time, I mean, it has been a decrease in body fat for me of about 10 or 12 percentage wow. points from that time to this very time. Right. And then obviously during COVID, I think everybody just, yeah. well, we didn't have anything to do but eat and drink. So. Right, 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 right. You know, it went up a little bit, but then it goes down. So that's the thing that I really like to emphasize with my clients is like nothing's permanent. Mm-hmm. Like you can gain weight, you can lose weight, things will happen. Mm-hmm. But if you know what you need to know, you have the education to stay and have that foundation to where you know, at most you swing five pounds 
one way, the other over or under, you know what to do to get back on track and feel like yourself. And in an example I gave to a client, I was like, think about a plane landing. So if you have like, you know, an indulgent weekend away, that's like a tiny Cessna. It needs a little runway to come in and correct. But you know, if you're gone for like a two week trip, like you should enjoy it. You should do, you know, the things that you don't usually do. You should try new foods. You shouldn't feel restricted. You shouldn't try and stick to your quote diet. But that's also like one of those big A380s coming in that needs a really long runway to correct. So if you know ahead of time, like, okay, I'm not going to be back to where I feel my best because I spent two weeks just kind of, you know, living life loosely, whatever. Sure. Know that it's going to take two to four weeks even to Mm -hmm. correct that. And so patience is such a key thing and self-love and just being nice to yourself about it will get you so much further than just, you know, I was so bad and I did this and it was horrible. And, um, it is possible to enjoy it. I mean, you just, have to be, as long as you're conscious about it and you've built those habits, like you'll naturally kind of build them into your routine, even Mm -hmm. on vacation. Like, um, Chase and I went to Tulum last year and we were there for about 12 or 13 days. And I actually came back and I lost two pounds Mm -hmm. and we were drinking every day, you know, not getting shmammered or anything, but you know, (laughs) enjoying, I enjoyed a cocktail. I also had a giant coconut water next to me and we had fresh sushi and ceviche and wonderful food. We also rode bikes into town every day. So, you know, I would take like a little 10 minute walk on the beach in the morning just to kind of do my thing. But other than that, we laid down on a day bed and read books and did nothing. Wow. So it was just nice to relax. And I think that the stress hormones obviously were down, mm-hmm. but you know, they also had this banana cake that was to die for. So <laughs> that happened every single that night. That happened. So, right? I mean, you know, it's, sure. you can do it. And that one thing is not going to just completely derail your progress. And you know, people, um, one, one meal, you didn't, you didn't get the body that you're overnight. No. On one meal. I, at as all. I said, July, 2019. Right. We're in 2021. Yeah. So it was, yeah. And granted, it, it was post honeymoon. So I had really done some damage to myself. Right. I wouldn't have normally done, but I was just like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat pizza and pasta and bread and the salty peanuts and Aperol spreads. We're in Italy. Like, right. Why not? Right. I can always fix it when I get home, which is what I did. I love that attitude. I yeah. love that attitude because I, I think I told you, I, I every time I, put something in my mouth, I think about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just that old brain, that's old eating disordered, disordered yeah. eating brain that just stands in the way. Getting better, honestly, yeah. after, after little challenges like him, I'm like, mm-hmm. gosh, I can have this. I can yeah. certainly, I can certainly do that. So talk to me about your clients. One size does not fit all, correct? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about that for sure, but. Absolutely. You, you and it, trainers that do that, you make me crazy. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand it. I mean, I have seen and been with trainers that is every one of us have male, female, different body types have the exact same workout. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? So I think a lot of it is um, not set in your ways per se, but, you know, kind of what we're discussing, I feel like is relatively new. Um to the public as a general field of study as, you know, 
um, you know, for a long time, everybody was about CrossFit and high intensity and sprinting. And, you know, if you're not sweating and killing yourself for an hour Navy SEAL style, then it doesn't count. Well, that's just not true. Um, and the reason for that is that, you know, your endocrine system plays such a role in your response to exercise, your response to digestion, your response to stress. And so finding the right workout that fits you, like, you know, I am not for me, high intensity stuff. It gives me the opposite. I stay inflamed. My joints hurt. I feel puffy. Um, but low impact steady state blocks of cardio, which I use to order groceries or make appointments or scroll Instagram or, you know, respond to people on DMs, um, just walking on the treadmill at mm-hmm. a, a brisk pace. I'm not, I'm not running. And, you know, I train for a marathon. I does my 30th birthday present right. for myself and I probably not going to do one again. No, not fun. I right? was really cool. It meant so much to me. And, you know, it had an aspect of my family with the, I don't know if I told you this, but the halfway point was right in front of my grandfather's apartment in Greenpoint, Brooklyn that he grew up in. How fabulous. And so I have a, a really cool video and it still kind of makes me like teary, but that's so great. I did an honor of him and sure. just to show like, okay, you can do it. I can do it. Like bucket list. All I'm going to get out of this is what I put into it. There's no <laughs> luck involved. Right. And so I finished and, um, you know, it was not an impressive time whatsoever, right. but it was something that I was proud of myself for doing. And, you right. know, mm-hmm. so, um, I think that finding the right trainer and asking the right questions, if you are seeking out a trainer, make sure that they're a fit for you. And also as a trainer, I make sure that I'm a fit for my clients. So if I were to have a call with somebody and they say, I want, you know, to drop 10 pounds by July 4th, I'd be like, I'm not for you. I would highly suggest that you maybe, you know, look up some videos on YouTube or I just, I don't think that the way that I train is going to work best for you and your goals. And I'm not going to say this to them, but also that's an unrealistic goal. Like if you're, if you're looking for 10 pounds of body fat, like give yourself till September, October, if we're talking about starting right now, right? you know, you're going to have life come up. You're going to have things to celebrate your things to do with your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, it is possible to do it, but is it sustainable? Is it going to be the weight loss that sticks? Probably not. That's right. The word is sustainable. Right. Yeah. It could happen. We've seen it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happened, but it's just that you know what I mean? Your mm-hmm. body's confused. Once you start eating again, you're, it's, it's going to come gonna right back come up. Right back you, know, you and I were talking about the competition, um, and Katie talks about this too, the competition. When you're up in competition, you're com- sorry, when you're competing, and it's an 18-hour body. Mm-hmm. I mean. Max. Max. And you, you know, right when you're over, you know, you're like, oh, I want couple coconut cream pie or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to get sick. But but um, yeah. it is. It's an 18-hour body, and it's not sustainable. It's not realistic. No. Um, and it's not fun. I mean, no. it's not fun. You look damn good. But yeah, <laughs> but you're so dehydrated too. I mean, think mm-hmm. about it. Like you don't want to live with your face being so yeah dry and sunken. And yeah, I know. Fill, it, fill it back up with fillers. Yeah. Right? And I know. so, you know, if you, I think there's a lot of great principles from, you know, show type bodybuilding that you can apply in a reverse aspect to kind of this longer term goal. So like what you were just saying, like, God, I need coconut cream pie like now. Right. Well, you haven't had anything like that for 16 weeks. So mm-hmm. I'm going to advise against that. Um, <laughs> that's a big, <laughs> Huge. big and, reintroduction. And wine. How yeah, about that? Oh, exactly. Gosh. So it's instead of that, it's like, okay, you know, 
just start with small changes, small, small changes. Like for me, mine was finding the cleaner versions of stuff I already thought was clean, like the almond milk, things like that. Um, I never, ever gave up wine. That is a non-negotiable for me. I like to have it while I cook. Um, I really enjoy it. I enjoy trying new wines and, um, I also, I've got a sweet tooth. So sometimes if I want a cookie or a Reese's, I will have it and not feel bad about it. And so it's just, it's a slow reintroduction or slow takeaway. So they can, they can mirror each other really well and you can achieve a sustainable lean body, but to want to look like you would, and I've never personally competed it it would probably send me into a spiral. But I think that if to look like, to want to look like you competed the day you step on stage, it is going to be a very isolated, frustrating life mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to be able to enjoy the things that your right. friends are doing or life in general. And, you know, I've had a friend that's done it. She's like, I feel like I'm at a trough constantly Mm -hmm. and you have to eat so much to put on the muscle tissue and then you cut it down and there's so much water manipulation. And I think a lot of people just aren't quite aware of what all goes into it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like, okay, you work out and eat healthy. And then you look like that. You're like, no, No. it is basically comparing like basic algebra to like derivative calculus. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Truly, It's exactly great way to put it. Well, you know, um, you talk about training and, and I do have listeners and followers that direct message me and ask me so many questions about fitness and wellness. Mm -hmm. And, uh, because that's part of my, that's part of my business and, um, having fabulous people on here like yourself, but Becky has asked, she did direct message me actually right before I walked in and she, um, asked me, how can a person, okay, I don't know her, 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 uh, you know, financial, uh-huh. but a lot of people are like, I can't afford a trainer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can't afford a gym membership. I'm afraid to go to a gym because of COVID. Um, how does a person, let's say if they want to, Becky was, her interest was toning her arms. Mm-hmm. How can someone do that at home? Okay. Um, my suggestion to Becky would be to purchase a set of two pound dumbbells and a, uh, light stretchy resistance band. And, um, you do your basic moves, but the difference in the execution of moves is, you know, have your shoulders up down and back, your lats engaged. So in toning the arms, you know, if you're trying to target your biceps, for example, with your lats engaged, you can only go to about here. And so I usually do two counts in, two counts out, follows your breath. And it keeps the mental focus on that muscle. You don't have to do 30 of them. We usually do 10, Mm -hmm. maybe two sets, and then go on to hit the others. But it's that constant ab and back engagement. Engagement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're not just flailing around a dumbbell. And And that's two pounds. Yeah, just two pounds. Just two pounds. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. And then resistance band. The resistance band, same thing. You can loop it around a doorknob or something really sturdy like a um, a coffee table or a dining room table that won't move. And you can do pulls. So same thing, lifted up and out of your hips and shoulders down, back engaged. You can do pulls. You can do tricep extensions. Um, you can do a number of things. I mean, it's a, a quick, easy search on the internet to find out ways to do it. You can do um, if you're willing to lay on the ground, I guess the overhead tricep mm-hmm. extensions, but right. 
Um, there's a lot of ways to do it. And even just body weight too. Body weight. Yeah. You know, tricep dips on the couch or, you know, tricep pushups on a mat or Mm -hmm. just planks, planks, basic Mm pushups, um, you know, kind of shadow boxing for five minutes. Um, I recently got a rebounder and it's one of my most favorite pieces because on like lazy Sundays, I'll bring it downstairs and make my husband get on it and Mm -hmm. do cardio. I was like, just go for a minute and then just sit down and then go for another minute and sit down. And then just do it 10 times. And it's a really great workout and I'll do it too. And it's just easy. So you just, you make it fit with your lifestyle because on Sundays I'm not going to do anything intense, but Mm -hmm. I want to feel good. I'll usually stretch or foam roll. Um, but finding that motivation, like if it's right in front of you and they've got rebounders on Amazon from anywhere from, I think mine was like 60, 70 bucks. Right. To there's one that's like the high end one um, that's around two fifty, but you know, right? It depends on what you want, yeah. how much you're going to use it, exactly how much you're going to use it. Yeah. Read the reviews too. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. Okay, so you enjoy food, absolutely. I enjoy food. You love cooking and the wine. I, 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 I everyone knows. I've my doctor took me off wine and I asked to put it back, and she goes, "You feel good and your numbers are good," so I told off. <laughs> but I still love my vodka and wine my grapefruit. Can't wait. Love it. Talk us about healthy summer snacks. Okay. Like what, what would you suggest? It's summer. Mm -hmm. We need, we want good food. What is a healthy summer snack? What would you suggest? So my go-to and my appetite naturally, my, I'm just not built for heat at all. Um, (laughs) My ancestry is like 70% Russian. If that tells you anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I gravitate towards a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables and, you know, seasonally, like in the fall, I will notice I'll have a more of an appetite and I want to eat more and make the comfort foods and all that good, yummy stuff. Um, but I love watermelon with tahini seasoning mm-hmm. or a little bit of sea salt. Um, I have a friend in Denver, Heather, who I met through nutrition school. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her post something about cherry tomatoes, a little bit of olive oil and some, um, Maldon salt. I was like, Oh mm-hmm. my God, I have to have that. It sounds mm-hmm. so good right now. It's fresh mm-hmm. basil. Um, you know, anything I love, um, like, a probably a small handful of nuts, like cashews are my favorite, um, Trader, not Trader Joe's, but I'm sure they have them at Trader Joe's, but central market has, um, an everything bagel mm-hmm. version that mm-hmm. is absolutely delicious. Um, cashews. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Really, really good. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll gravitate towards stuff like that. Um, a lot of fruit, and I know fruit's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, bell pepper strips and hummus is delicious. Uh, pickles, just the more veggies and like rainbow mm-hmm. you can incorporate. The rainbow. Yeah. Um, another one of my favorites is a um, a Persian cucumber or English cucumber thinly sliced, tossed with some ponzu and sesame seeds. Really good as a snack. Are y'all hungry? <laughs> And then for a meal, um, one of my favorites is a Greek salad-ish type thing. So it's basically just a red onion, um, tomato, uh, cucumber. uh, Olives. No, no olives. I I can't do olives. You don't like olives? No. What? I know. Oh, it's so good. I love them. But it's olive oil, so... (laughs) Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. There it is. There's I know. A, I know you fire. There we I go. Know. And then some fresh herbs, toss it around, and then serve it with some scallops and over hummus. And it's so light. It's so refreshing. It's one of my favorites. So, hmm. 
takes about 15 minutes to make. I know. And it's easy. Just mm-hmm. having things on hand. Everyone. That's the thing. It's like, it's, you know, you go to the grocery store with the best of intentions and you get all the produce and then it rots. It's the worst feeling ever. So take the time to at least like rinse it, put it in like a glass container or something. Towards yes. It's visually there. Like I, I have to tell Chase all the time. I'm like, stop putting the vegetables in the, dr- the drawer. I can't see what we have. <laughs> I can't see what you It's like there's three bags of carrots in there I haven't touched. <laughs> right. You so. know what? Um, interesting you talk about the glass, the, the glass container. Mm-hmm. So the the doctor I'm currently seeing for hormones, which I adore you, Dr. Leanne Scott. And um, she tested me. I did a NutraVal um, test to test what was going on in my body. And um, she asked me, she goes, do you drink from a lot of styrofoam cups? And I went, no. I mean, no, I never do. Mm-hmm. She's like, huh, not, maybe once a tailgate. I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's interesting. You've got uh, elevated levels of styrene in your your system. And I, that's the, your, the look on your face was like, I was like, what? How? She asked me, um, are you using food, plastic food containers? Now, this has yeah. been a, this has been a minute. And I'm like, yeah. She said, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I was all about, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't even take it to, to um, a, a charity. I, I did dispose, recycled the, all of it. So now we have glass containers mm-hmm. because that scared me to death. Oh, yeah. That scared me. And when death. you heat it, like, if yes, ma'am. Oh, I don't like it. I know. And yeah. then I got freaked out about water bottles. Mm-hmm. Freaked out about water bottles. Looking at the bottom now, I can tell you whatever I want. I did a, I did a blog post on it. I was like, oh my gosh. But she found those levels and my levels are down. Good. My levels are down, people. Good. Is that crazy? It's very crazy. Yeah. And I know they're... The glass containers, they're more expensive. I know I got it, but I had styrene in my, in my system. Well, okay. I have found a 12 piece set of glass mm-hmm. containers with the snap lock lids. Yep. Love them. I think it was $50. Yeah, Amazon. So it's not that mm-hmm. much more expensive than like the Tupperware or whatever you'd buy at Target. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And you it can was just, bake in them. You can. But you know what? It's generations. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what happened, but my mother didn't have zip top lock back anyway right. yeah it's just it's frightening yeah. it was frightening i mean finding the excuse me those those little things about yourself just going oh my gosh mm-hmm. that is so crazy so just watching everything you do and i'm not a fanatic but i mean seriously you, yeah if you yeah, think yeah. about it you try yeah i mean i was out of parchment paper which i usually use to mm-hmm. line a pan i was like aluminum foil it is like yeah that's i don't want to clean the pan so okay i know i'm going to have some questions from people on this because um I um, have had alcohol removed during the eight-week challenge, and um, I like a cocktail. I do. I do. It's it's uh, my Same. husband and I at the night. So what do you say about the person that is trying to finish a plan? What do you say about that? Because, I mean, Lane will say, girl, drink the wine. She will say that to me. Mm-hmm. You'll on direct message me. Or, but, but tell me about your thought process. And, and maybe you have because you only live once, right. right? And you enjoy that. So what do you say to your clients that they just can't? So I think a lot of it is, like you said, it's so individual. So there's one client that I've recommended, like, okay, you know, I wouldn't have, like, have, like, kind of save this particular sugary cocktail for a special occasion. Mm -hmm. Try this one instead. You might like it more or stick to wine. Um, you know, make, if if it's something that you look forward to at the end of the day, if it's kind of like ritualistic, especially Mm -hmm. with your spouse or significant other or a friend or whatever, like 
Making memories. Yeah. Then, you know, instead of fries at lunch, have a side salad or, you know, a bowl of fruit or a side of veggies or something like that. You know, make that kind of substitution versus I'm not going to drink it all this week because in all honesty, you know, unless you're throwing back, you know, two bottles of wine at night, which that's a whole other thing. That's a different deal. (laughs) That is a different deal, people. We're not talking. And I don't think that these women are at all. I think, you know, enjoying a glass or two of wine at night is completely normal. And so I say, you know, keep doing that. Like keep the things you look forward to make the choices better elsewhere. So, you know, don't go to Whataburger. Don't, you know, indulge twice. You know, it's kind of like a trade-off. Like if I really want, if I'm, if Chase and I go to a restaurant that's got really great desserts I love, I won't have you know, a cocktail, stick to wine and I'll have the dessert. Mm -hmm. If I really, really want like at Del Frisco's, like the VIP martini is so good. Mm -hmm. I'll have that. And sometimes skip dessert, sometimes not, but we usually get like a lemon cake and bring it home and have it for breakfast the next day. So I, I don't think, I think it's something that is overblown as far as how much it affects your diet and your body composition for what you're trying to do in this kind of sustainable form. Mm -hmm. If you were bodybuilding and you were competing in a show, then yes, that applies. Probably not the best thing, although it is a diuretic. So, um, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it definitely is. It is. Hey, there it is. <laughs> but that is not encouraging that. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I know. But I mean, it definitely has its place in a sustainable sure. diet day to day, especially for people that love food, love wine, love cocktails. It's, right. you know, right. Love life. I know. I adore your attitude oh, and I you. adore your approach to wellness. And I, I just do. It's refreshing. It's, um, the sustainability word is is just really resonating with me, and um, I love it. I just love what you're doing, and thank you. My followers love it too. When I I'm you so were on glad. episode forty seven, everybody's like, "I love Lane." Aww. So I'm like, "I gotta get her back." So you are simply that makes fabulous. Me so happy. Well, you're doing a great job, and you know we survived. Our businesses have survived through COVID. So. Yeah. Now you're thriving and yeah. happy and you have a puppy. Oh my yes. God. Oh my gosh. Girl, have you lost your mind? <laughs> She's so cute. Though. She's so cute. Oh my gosh. Her little moosh face. You just can't say no. What type of puppy? So she is a uh, Cocker Spaniel and the color is called Party, but it's like the red eel. The red eel. Yeah. So I, I call her ears her eels. So uh-huh. That just slipped out. Oh gosh. <laughs> but she's got little freckles on her nose and little red spots, but she's mostly white. Um, but she's just absolutely adorable. Name? Twilly. Twilly. Adorable. Yes. Adorable. Okay. How can we find you? So I'm on Instagram um, as Lane Bechtel or The Lux Wellness. I have people engage with me on both about health and wellness. I welcome questions. I welcome the dialogue. I love being able to provide information. Um, so feel free to message me any questions you have. And, you know, I'm happy to help. Absolutely. And follow her stories. Your stories are great. You really give a lot of information, cooking, workout, wellness, meditation, all these tips on your stories. I think people forget sometimes or they're not really sure how to do stories, but that's, I mean, that's a lot of my engagement. Most of my posts when I do anything on Instagram is on a story. And I, I think the last one I did on the Lux was, um, (laughs) they <laughs> made it an Ibiza vacuum party. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically it's just, you know, throw on the music as loud as you can. Cause I didn't get a 
time that day. That's right. You did the vacuum tour. That was hysterical. I burned 455 calories vacuuming and dancing. That's crazy. So it, it, it works. It's here. a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Definitely a thing. How many vacuums sold? <laughs> Just link it. I don't know. I did shout out Dyson on my next one. <laughs> no, they never exactly, responded. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for thank being you for here having today. Me. I just adore you. I really enjoyed getting to talk to you. And everyone, please, wellness is so important, important and fitness and take care of your body. You know, I always say, God gave you one body. You better take care of it. Absolutely. That's it. You don't get another one. That I know of. It'll do you favors later, I promise. It will definitely do that. And hey, everybody, go and rate and review this podcast. We're trying to get up in that podcast world. And hey, follow me, huh? At Tiffany C. Blackman on Instagram. And everyone, have a wonderful day and keep being fabulous. <laughs>